0: face again gets the pass away for Lap P. Kira whānau. I'm your host Robert Dunham welcome to the All Black Podcast. First All Black squad announced for 2021. We had a few of the lads in the studio for the last show, and we're lucky to have a few more. Welcome to the studio, Kirawani, George Bridge, and Geordie Barrett. Welcome, lads. Thanks for having us. Geordie Barrett. Yeah, i got that right there. <laughs> Jesus, snap that out there in the end. How are we going, fellas? Busy week?
1: Yeah, it's been pretty busy. Um, it's been good, though. Set a fair bit of excitement around the first test for the year, so
0: it's been good. 100%. And we sort of went old school, new school last week by having the announcement of the team on Sky the Breakdown. Um, for you, fellas, did you take it in live? Did you, um, you know avoid it like anything else, um, or, you know, what, where were you first?
2: Uh, no, I was at home, um, just just chilling, I was playing my game, I'm a bit of a gamer, so, um, yeah, I was gaming from like 3 to 9 at night, so I just missed everything, um, and then, yeah, just got the text from the boys, and um, yeah, it was pretty stoked.
0: So at home with family, you had family nah, around No, nah,
2: no, nah, so I, I got my own house, but all my flatmates were, um, yeah. Well, one's in Welly and then the other one's in the Mori Black, so yeah. So he had already gone on Sunday, so um now it's just me. Uh jamming with some of the boys and yeah, that's pretty much me. Did you know the announcement was gonna be on though and you were sort of but you were just so focused on the
0: uh the game at hand or
2: or uh, um Yeah I had other things in mind. Eh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Geordie for you? Yeah, it was um
3: I was in coastal Taranaki on the I farm At mum and dad's it was actually a um, a birthday celebration slash welcoming home for my brother and his partner and daughter from Japan. So um, we had all the fa- family there, quite a few neighbours and family friends. So um, it was always always nice to hear um, the three boys' names called out. Would have been uh, wouldn't have been too flash if <laughs> one of the boys
0: got left out, but um, thank goodness all of us are there. And so it was a pretty cool night. Mate, how good, because to do it in Coastal as well, which is such a massive part of you know your rugby journey, and to do it back there with family, and to get early doors as well, being a B, so you get it out of the way nice and early, um, can shake hands, <laughs> and and uh, yeah, like you say, no uncomfortable moments when, when all the lads get named. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think we're the first three out of the first four names to read out, and
3: um, like you said, we've got a big community at home, um, a lot of family, friends, time, the community there, and um, it's pretty special to um, have our, our names read out, it doesn't grow old, um, get the same butterflies every time, so um, yeah, nothing's ever for
0: certain, so it was pretty cool. Oh totally mate, and you're in a competitive position aren't you, like there's heaps of fellas through Superfoot, you've been playing really well in the back three, um, so like you say, never take it for granted when, you, when your name gets read out, and also, I'm not sure, but is, um, Coastal is an amalgamation, so like they probably... Is the honours board long and distinguished or actually is um, the Barrett name up there covering most of the furniture? Yeah, it's
3: amalgamated uh, three, from three clubs 25 years ago. Uh, they had their 25th Jubilee a couple of weeks ago and um, yeah, it's got a, a good history of, um, of rugby players. Um, Graham Murray, he's from he's from the coast but he used to play for Open Acke. Um Mark Robinson, yep. um, he played as late Late few years at, at Coast Rugby Club too, so um, look, there's a good tight knit community out there, like I said, and um, yeah, it's a place that I hold close to my heart. Awesome, George. For you, yeah, I was just at home with the missus. Um,
1: I was well, we we're actually cooking dinner together, uh, but Evie wanted to watch it, so she turned on the telly, and I was just at the stove cooking some sticky pork, <laughs> and she was sort of watching, and then. Uh, my name got read out, and she was jumping around. And uh, Dave Harvey lives with me, so he's, oh, awesome. she was jumping around when his name got called out, and so of Ethan her as well. So um, yeah, it's pretty pretty special. Uh, it's kind of been a bit of a niggly year, yeah. sort of with injuries and stuff. So I was pretty fortunate to get named, but.
0: Yeah, mate, it's well done, and it's so good to be able to, like you say, enjoy it with a few of your mates to see. You know, Dave had a great season. Good to see him back in the All Blacks as well. Really deserves it. Yeah. Ethan, first time named a debutante. How exciting is that? And like you say, you're in a really competitive position as well, and you take nothing for granted. Played a heap of good rugby this year, but missed a little bit as well. So, um, you know, congratulations. And you, you had to be over the moon when you're nervously cooking, trying to, you know, it was almost to avoid. Yeah, uh, yeah I was actually trying to not watch it, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah but to see
1: sort of Davey and Ethan make the team as well you know they work bloody hard and especially Davey sort of had a tough few years not making the team even though he's been playing so well so to get the reward to get back in the team is pretty cool.
0: Yeah mate won't go into huge detail on that but he's probably found a home at 12 do you think like certainly um, played really well there and in some respects that's who he is is he can jump in anywhere and probably play quite good footy like a lot of you boys can but um seems to have, have made a home at 12 and, and maybe that might end up being a great spot for him. Yeah for sure and I think he'll be the first to admit that he wasn't too keen on the
1: idea <laughs> to be fair he sort of really? thought, thought he was an out and out fullback Right. Um, and then sort of a couple of the coaches down at Crusaders saw him being a 12 for us this year and I think he's put on a bit of size and sort of He's a smart footy player and sort of learnt his role pretty quickly at 12. And I think he's played bloody well this year, actually.
0: Mate, 100%. And for all you fellas, like you've all been named before, so it wasn't the first time, um, but it still sounds like it's a really exciting moment. Can you remember the first time, like first to you, Akira? Like can you remember the first time you were named, mate? Um, were you gaming <laughs> as well?
2: No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. So, um, well, the first time I was actually named was last year. Yep. Um, well, we, uh, I was after the North South came, so. Yeah, that was pretty, it was pretty. It's pretty crazy. Um, wasn't expecting anything. Um, just thought I was there to make up the numbers. Um, then got the call in the morning. Um, called my family straight away, and uh, they were pretty happy, pretty stoked. Um, but yeah, it's always like Georgie said. It's always a. I guess you always feel grateful for for being in this team because um, it's not an easy team to make, as as everyone knows. And um, a lot of hard work goes on behind the scenes that no one ever sees, so um, yeah, to be in here again this year is uh, pretty special. Mate,
0: well done. Geordie was it, was it the Lions year or was it the first year you were named? Is that right?
3: Yeah, that was my first official naming before the Lions test. I was a kid then, uh, 19 years old. Not this man, I see. First <laughs> time, you know. Kind of unofficially named, I think six months earlier as right. an apprentice to go on uh, the Northern okay. Tour. Um, At that stage... Um, i just finished my second year at university and I was just lying around on a Sunday morning with six other flatmates, um, just boys that are at uni um, and got a call from Gilbert and Oka um, and at first I, only because I knew who Gilbert and Oka was I didn't think one of the boys was trying to um, play a prank on me because at that stage I'd basically only played club footy in 12 games for Canterbury and um, for the Rams Yeah Yeah for the Lincoln Rams <laughs> the Mighty Rams um, Yeah so he basically told me That I was going on the India tour As an apprentice And cool. yeah I didn't know what to think To be honest I was like I said 19 years old um, In a university flat Down in Christchurch
0: So Living the um, dream A little bit too much Yeah 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 Mate we'll come back to that Later on in the pod And George First time for you Because um, you know Not the first time you were named In the All Blacks Do you remember that first time?
1: Yeah mine was in 2018 Uh it was actually, during the week of our Mighty 10 Cup final, so we were getting ready for that. And <laughs> the team was actually announced during one of our team meetings. So, our oh, head wow. coach just got up the front and read out the group of boys that had been named, and my name was there. So, it was pretty unreal to be with all the lads there. But was it just, on your
0: radar, you know, like then? Uh, you think you're a chance, or
1: oh, you never really know, to be fair. Yeah, yep. <laughs> um, and then. We had to go out and train, so didn't get to talk to didn't get to talk to mum and dad till after training. So they were a bit dark that I hadn't rung them straight away. But you know, it was a pretty massive moment for, I guess, the whole Gisborne farming community. Yeah,
0: yeah, mate. <laughs> uh, absolutely, and again, we'll come back to that as well. We'll talk a little bit of Super Rugby for a start. We've had a couple of competitions that are now all done and dusted. Um, <coughs> You know, congratulations! You know, winning the the most recent the Super Rugby Trans Tasman. Um, but like in all seriousness, you've you know it's got to be quite cool for you. Um, There's a long period of time there where Auckland the Blues um hadn't had any success, but you've been able to with them uh, win a national provincial title and, and also um, the final at Eden Park was a great occasion, wasn't it? It looked um, it was awesome. Like as as usual, the Highlanders punched hard. You know, they're such a such a good side, so competitive. They're always in the game no matter what. Um, and actually, with, what, eight, nine, ten minutes to go, I think they got their noses in front, um, away from home in front of a big Blues crowd. So you guys must have been stoked to, um, to get that win in the end and maybe show a little bit of character, a couple of big kicks and, and handle the, the last minutes really well.
2: Um, yeah, well, it's been a long time uh, since the Blues have, I guess, sort of won anything. Um, I've been there for, I think, seven or eight years. So. Oh, man. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like an old man but Harry <laughs> and they've been there nine or ten so Yeah right. Well. Um yeah, so it's been a it's been a long time coming. Um it's sort of what we've been working working to um towards. So uh to get the result, um, I guess in a game like that, which was uh pretty I guess back and forth uh, the whole way and then you know, Harry Plummer uh Plummer, uh got those clutch kicks, so um yeah, you know, the boys are excited, um pretty happy, uh, stoked as you, as you saw in the change rooms, if you guys saw that video. Um, <laughs> people dancing on top of the change uh, Serious fizz, wasn't there? Yeah, no, it was, it was just, a, I guess, uh, it's it's been a long year. Um, you know, uh, we really had a look at ourselves in um, Tiro after that comp, and I just wanted, I guess, uh, go out with a bang uh, in that trans comp. So, um, yeah, boys sort of uh, dug deep in Yeah, well, we got the win, so it was pretty good.
0: Uh, Well done, mate. And like a few lads, I want to sort of talk to you a little bit before um, we started the pod. You've now had, well, we had, last year we had a couple of rounds of Super Rugby Aotearoa going, you know, week in, week out against um, Kiwi teams. A lot of them are your mates, you know, guys, you know, really, really well from All Black squads and and from um, just years and years playing footy in New Zealand. Then we threw in Super Rugby Trans-Tasman this year. Who knows what the future holds? No one knows. That's one thing we've learnt. Don't make a plan because it's going to change. But there's, um, you know, what would you like to see moving forward? Like, do you enjoy that really pretty fierce competition against guys you know really really well, um, or actually little roadie? You know, to the eastern suburbs of Sydney's also lovely. Roadie to South, South Africa. Perhaps they're not in the mix anymore. But like, what do you lads enjoy? You know, particularly you. You guys have all played across now. Um, God, three or four different iterations of the competition. You know, you've you've done it all, really. So, um, what would you like to see moving forward?
3: Yeah, it's always fun going up against your mates uh, every week. Although you're <laughs> like a punching bag, um, <laughs> it's not nice waking up on a Sunday and Monday. Um, but look, oh, I used to love the Super Fifteen, or uh, yep. as such, five South African teams, five Aussie teams, and that was almost my f- that was always always my favourite time of the year, travelling to Africa. Um, two or three week tour. Um, I guess it's such a shame now you you try and speak to the younger guys now and um, almost let them know what they missed out on. It was so special going over to Africa and just spending weeks there and having a look around. It's such a um, special country. Um, I I know there's so much up in the air at the moment but I hear there's word of Japan um, maybe joining in a few years but um, it'll be nice to play a lot more teams from Aussie and Africa or Japan or Argentina even, um, just just so
0: we don't have to go up against these boys every week <laughs> and twice over because uh, it's not that good for you. But also, and, and I ask you as well guys, but like there's you know, you, we, we talk to a few ex-players on the podcast all the time and the one thing they say about, they really enjoyed tours you know, it was a time you got to go away, you got to that's when you really built some connection and friendships with other guys in the team and, and I'm sure you still get to do that um, in the All Blacks probably more so than you do with your super teams, but you know that probably has been taken away a little bit over the last couple of years. There's not quite that those mini tours that you do, not that opportunity to probably um, you know connect with the lads and have a lot of the off-field stuff, which is can done well. I suggest would is what sort of brings a team together and, and is good stuff. What do you think, George? Yeah, hundred <laughs> um, percent. Oh, yes,
1: yeah. They're not wrong there, I guess going over on, on tour with the boys is pretty unreal, um, especially as sort of young guys sort of experience new cultures or whatever, you sort of get to see the world as footy players and fortunately that's been sort of taken up away from us at the moment and like Geordie said, feel sorry for the younger lads that are unable to do that at the moment but I guess we are pretty fortunate to sort of see most of it a few so years ago but... Yeah, I'm the same, I'd love to be able to head over again. It's a
0: And it probably too, doesn't it, Um, you know, it's got to be a pretty cool occasion playing the Sharks or, or something like that at their stadiums, uh, they love their footy, they're really passionate supporters and also, I don't know, maybe gives you a bit of an insight um, into how they play and what you're going to get yourself in for when you come up against them in a in a test match arena or, or something like that because um, they you know, like we do, they have their own style of footy, you know, they have a, a unique way they play and, and to not have that interaction, I suppose, is um, something gets taken away from you as as a player in your development, maybe, I'm not too sure because I'm a terrible rugby player, but, um, you know, would that be a fair comment as well?
3: Yeah, I've always felt, um, i played a, I think it's a quarter-final, or a semi-final at Alice Park in Johannesburg and oh, I'd sorry. have been 21 or even 20 at the time and it's the closest thing I've felt at that level to a test match yeah. um, atmosphere. Um, it's almost just like a te- test match atmosphere, massive stadium, altitude, away, been away for a few weeks um, and just just little things, driving in on the bus, all the locals are there with yeah. um, their utes and barbecues on the back, standing around, having a braai, um, yeah. just the whole afternoon I guess culture and atmosphere around South African rugby. Um makes it um, so cool to be a part of and I guess that's why it's so hard to go over there and win and um, that's why I'd love for the competition to shape up in some way and get, get us to experience even going to Japan more and Argentina or Africa or whatever and I don't know find a balance somewhere
0: Yeah totally because I mean at least the good news is um, all things going well uh, we'll be playing South Africa this year in test match forty. I think actually it sits on 99 test matches so the next one we play 100 which is a pretty cool occasion, so at least we'll we'll have that occasion again two or three times this year because it's it's such a big part of, of our international rugby schedule, isn't it? Um wanna talk a little bit to you lads about your journeys along the way um to get here and, and it's um it's quite cool to look at your bios and that you've all come at it from a, a bit of a different angle. To ask you first, George, like you say, a, a gizzy lad, <coughs> like a proud moment for the poverty bay to have yourself named in the all blacks. Like what actually took you Firstly, what was was gizzy everything you think it would be you know like you know you only put shoes on when you went to university down <laughs> in canterbury and you're a you're a gun hunter fisherman and you can surf and, and you know like is that is that a traditional upbringing in gizzy was that what it was for you
1: yeah uh so I grew, grew up on a farm in about twenty five minutes south of Gisborne. Uh, I've got two older brothers so I spent most of my time trying to keep up with them
0: were they rough mate were they, they yeah no, you know you're the youngest
1: no Pricks <laughs> <laughs> um, And You know I Did my primary and intermediate School in Gisborne And then went to boarding school In Hawkes Bay Lindisfarne College And I guess Sort of Played rugby my All through school Loved it yep. uh, Was Probably not The best Growing up Just sort of Skinny, skinny little fella And Made First fifteen, last two years at school didn't really make any hooks pay rep teams or anything like like that. And then m- made the decision to move to Christchurch. And what
0: drove that mate was that studies. Was that work? After you uh, were to I was actually or change of scenery.
1: I was originally going to go to Dunedin. Oh yeah, to do a sports science degree. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <No>. and um, <laughs> my first fifteen coach said, "Sort of, do you reckon your footy's going to go anywhere if you go down to Dunedin?" And I said. Well, probably not. I'll probably yeah, get live on the life. The, the, get on, yeah. You know, what yeah. they do down there. You know, a life. Yeah, you know. yeah. Uh, so he sort of played. His name is Campbell Feather. Uh, he was a loose forward from the he yeah, actually, and played, he was, yeah. played for the Hurricanes. Uh, and he said, oh, Do you want to go to Christchurch and give footy a crack? Yep.
0: Sent you to the Polar Bears, did yeah, he? Yeah, did yeah the at, there? Or?
1: At, at the time, Nathan Major was the RDO at. High nice. school boys in Christchurch, yeah, and so he said, "Oh, I can try. Uh, they can sort you out with a flat and a job, and go give footy a crack in Christchurch." And okay. so I was like, uh, through summer I had Nathan Major, who was an yep. ex Black and yep. coming from Gisborne, I'd never really, I'd never been to an all Blacks game or anything. Never, yeah, right. I'd always just seen them on the telly. So I was pretty buzzing just to even be talking to one over the phone, and then. uh Moved down, I was 17 when I moved to Christchurch and didn't actually have a flat sorted and a, <laughs> and my first day on the job I was working for Allied Pickfords which is a furniture yeah. moving company and the first day on the job was a night shift that started when training started so I'd missed training oh, there <laughs> go. and uh, so
0: yeah it was pretty yep. tough, a bit of character building that first year to be fair. yeah. Um, that's awesome, though, mate. Threw yourself in the deep end, and, yeah. and one thing you sort of touched on there a little bit, which I think's an awesome and sometimes unique thing about New Zealand footy, is went down to club footy, you know, mm. fully amateur setup. But you've got Nathan Major doing a bit of RDO. I think there was a couple of other, maybe Azza has was floating around. Yeah. There's a couple of guys you would have recognised as a All yeah. supporter that you're able to mix it up with them, and and You know, um, learn a bit from them and and sort of start you off um, maybe thinking that maybe you could do something with with this.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So I sort of just played Colts for boys that year and we had a great bunch of lads, you know, typical sort of club footy, club rooms on a Saturday night. Um, And I I sort of wasn't really in, in the academy, didn't have anything to do with the rugby union or anything, so I was just working and playing club footy and then... Sort of got asked to be in the apprentice group, which is sort of the pre academy, yep, my second year, and then sort of that was my when
0: you started, yeah. Life that
1: life sort of from there, just Chucked any, a bit any on, opportunity a bit I
0: got, sort of made the most of it and yeah, made my way up, mate. Awesome. Is um, and was it um, when did you sort of start thinking, geez, you know, like. Rep honors, Crusaders, All Blacks was on your radar. Was it when you first cracked that Canterbury team and, and had some really good seasons, early doors, putting on a little bit more weight and and um, starting to get into a, whether even if it's semi-professional routine? Yeah,
1: I sort of, I played in the first uh, under-19s tournament in Taupo and made New Zealand under-20s from that. Oh, brilliant. And so that was my f- sort of first s- semi-professional yep. sort of exposure to a team. And... To be fair, I probably learnt a hell of a lot. I probably wasn't actually ready for that, I, yep. I felt, and it was a bit of an eye opener for me. I mean, to the World in Cup? In terms of. With Aki. Like,
0: yeah, in terms of.
1: Oh, I just sort of. It was pretty clear that my skill set and stuff wasn't quite there yet, right. but sort of gave me a good gauge in where I needed to be. Yeah, And then I did a, I actually did a couple of pre seasons with the Crusaders when Todd Blackett are in, as it were, there before I played for Canterbury. Mm-hmm. So. Got a couple of pre season games in for them, and that was pretty unreal. Um, yeah, I played with Dean Carter, yeah, uh, when he was coming back from injury one game, so that was pretty unreal. Yeah. And so, all of those little sort of moments sort of just kept ticking away. And
0: um, and for those, because like there's big names, and you know, perhaps at times that can be, um, you know, quite intimidating, like coming into an environment like that, but. Were those guys um, and other guys in that Crusaders environment really good at grabbing you and and like you say, if there were some things that you needed to work on that you had um, thought you wanted to focus on through your time in the other 20s, you know, you were able to get stuck into that and and improve them because these days, you know, you're a great all-round player, you know, but obviously from listening to you speak here, that's come through a bit of hard work.
1: Yeah, and I guess sort of the Canterbury and Crusaders system's pretty uh, not a bad place to be and... I've been very fortunate to have some really good coaches along the way as well. um I think Leon McDonald yep. uh, was my early days at the Crusaders, and Ronan O'Gara actually as well. And then i have got the likes of Andrew Goodman, Tamati Ellison now. So you know they've been all pretty influential in me to sort of just learning the game, I guess, and then helping out as, along the way as well.
0: Mate, so good. And Geordie, for you, like it's reason parts of it are, are really well storied. Obviously, you're you're a rugby family, big family down in Coastal Taranaki. The old man was a good footy player, was it? Was it everything we think it was? You know, was there just the most epic games of bull rush on the backyard, mm-hmm. and and you know you're you're an absolute loss to 2020 cricket, and you know was it all the things we think, mate? Was it pretty standard stuff, bare feet on the bikes down the park, down the Coastal Footy Club? Yeah, I guess
3: <coughs> all those cliches
0: you've spoken about. Um, <laughs> Come from a big
3: family, eight kids, five boys, I'm yep. the fifth boy, and then I've got three younger sisters so um, yep. it's a pretty bizarre um, order um, but I guess yeah, the numbers there suggest there's some good um, backyard games of footy and cricket and look we were, we were very lucky growing up, um, we we were on a farm, um, we had a back lawn and that's basically all we needed, mum and dad were um, incredibly hard workers, still are. Um, and I guess we don't realise now how lucky, we, how good we had it. But um, look, went to a local primary school. I uh, got sent sent to the bus, bare feet, um, ball under the arm, under the arm, come home, um, straight onto the back lawn, and I guess you get sent outside by mum and dad and get told to come inside when dinner's ready. So yeah, um, we had it pretty good. And then we went off to boarding school, Francis Douglas yep. Memorial College, Catholic boys' school. Um, names come out of there, Conrad Smith, um, he was always the guy I looked up to growing up and um, went to boarding school there so Monday to Friday, come home in the weekends, um, help out on the farm um, and then I guess head off to sport on the weekend and um, that was was some of the best years of my life at Francis Douglas. Um, First fifteen there, coached by Tim Stuck and um, had a lot of good mates going through school and at that stage I was playing a lot of cricket like you mentioned before, um, I was probably more of a cricketer at school. I think played first eleven for three or four years, and first fifteen only for the last couple. Um, and I was very much yeah more of a cricketer, like I said, and decided to go down to university and at Lincoln. I don't know why, but um,
2: <laughs> uh,
1: probably
3: because <coughs> Kane, my oldest brother, and Scott went there. And by all accounts, they said it was pretty good, and I didn't really know it. what I was walking into. It was a bit of a shock to the system. Yeah, mate. Um, having to roll out of bed and go to lectures, and um, I actually used to spend more time waking up, grabbing a um, bag of seeds, and I was um, in the halls of Brett Cameron there oh, all the yeah, time. Yeah. Um, and we'd just walk out to the field and just kick balls all day. So, um, yeah. I I wasn't actually taking footy too seriously then. I was on a I was on a rug, rugby scholarship, but um, I was heading into the nets um, yep. and getting out the bowling machine more than I was actually That's putting cool. time into footy. Um, but we had we had a good Colts team. I played Colts my first year at club rugby, which is probably the best thing I ever done. Um, not trying push for seniors. Um, he was a good year, plenty of social stuff going on. And um, Brett Cameron was our ten. Celestia Rayasi, he was yeah. down mm. there. Um, he was our left wing. Um, sounds like a decent Colts team. Yeah, but like. At that time and us Bayley boys players. weren't <laughs> weren't taking it um too seriously. Um and then the next year played played seniors uh, for Lincoln and then um got selected for under twenties um by Razor as he was the head coach and then went on to play for Canterbury um later that year. So um that
0: was basically the gist of my transition. Mate, it's a good spot though, isn't it? Like um obviously you know, the attachment to the university was awesome for the Rams, but the one thing about, like you say, if you're in the halls and you're at Lincoln University, and for people who don't know Lincoln University, the rugby fields are right there. So you can just, like you say, literally roll out of bed, cruise through the diner, have a feed, and then go out and kick seeds all day. Um, you know, it's it's actually, even though it was all just fun, you know, probably going from seeds to the bowling machine to back around again, like yeah. actually that's probably, you know, one of the reasons why, you know, when you need to, you can still play some good cricket you can kick a rugby ball a bloody mile because you'd know you're you just you'd actually put a huge amount of time into it even though it was just fun in the early days because it it's a great environment and set up there, isn't it, to do that type of lifestyle? That's
3: right. Looking back now, I'm so glad I made that decision to go down there. Yep. Um, it just sets you up and it's out in the country and you can get away, you can go hunting in the weekend and uh, it's a little bit isolated but you get a, a tight group of um, boys around you and um, it, it, it's some good fun so... Um, yeah, look, they, was, they were the yeah, best few years of my life to be honest. Um I, I missed it that much when I <laughs> when I popped my shoulder out in uh, Johannesburg for the hurricanes. Um I thought it was a good opportunity to go back down there and try to finish my um my degree. Uh, I've got, got an unfinished uh, commerce degree, twelve Are we papers. Were you we there yet? Not there yet. No, so that was the plan. I went down there. I actually went and did summer school while I was injured, but um, I think it was more just the attachment of yeah. how good the lifestyle was down there. And <laughs> yeah. um, So I went back there for a few months, ticked off a couple more papers, doing my rehab programme, and then rolled back into pre-season the next year with the Hurricanes. So, um, yeah, it was pretty cool.
0: Special place. Emotional. Yeah, yeah mate. No, and like there's um, – it is a great spot. I went to university there as well, so I 100% agree with anything you've just said. Um, but also um, – you know, did a lot of time there, the Rams, Lincoln University, great club, heaps of good lads. But you also, um, you know, didn't play for the Crusaders. You like it was that almost a an acknowledgement of your of your youth, of your upbringing, of how important Coastal and Openaki and, and the Taranaki was to you?
3: Yeah, that was one of the things at the forefront of my decision. Um I'd had it like I'd have it, had a good couple of years at home and I wanted to move back up to Wellington. Um because it was closer to home and I'd be able to get in the car and drive up uh, to the farm and days off or the weekend as such but it was a tough tough conversation with Razor at that stage. I'd yeah. played under him at Twenties in Canterbury and um, they just offered me to stay with the Crusaders and Scott was there so that was really hard. <clears throat> um, I'd played with Scott for Canterbury that year and um, I did want to play uh, footy with him and I don't know, still might at some stage yeah. but... Um, yeah, it was tough Tough telling those boys um, that I was heading up north, but, um, yeah, I well, haven't looked back. Um, yeah, I think it was a, a good decision for me and my footy. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: good man. And all just <coughs> a little bit of a, a deviation, but, like, how's the rig after you roll in and bowl four overs of the best, you know, after the long run-up? Because, um, you know, from giving it a crack myself a couple of times after not doing it for a while... I'm an absolute tad, you're as you're a younger, healthier man, but like, were you, uh, you know, a ruined after uh, the black clash? I was a little bit, but
3: <laughs> <coughs> I guess my whole way through school, because I was transitioning from cricket to rugby yep. um, all the time, I actually had a bowling load plan. For, um, <laughs> my first team coach made sure I had a bowling <coughs> load plan, and so did my cricket coach, so I wouldn't just come in and get injured right. because obviously the footy boys going to be muscle bound and strong and the cricket is obviously still strong, but more powerful and flexible. So I did a side strain, um, I think in sixth or seventh form from bowling, oh, yeah. just coming in too hot after <laughs> no bowling load. Um, <laughs> Trying to hit 140. That put me out for six, mu- uh, six weeks, sorry. So even even the last few pre-seasons, I've had a bowling load. Um, my Tatanaki cricket coach, Debbie Bannock, he sends me out a load plan, so I'll go so in and good. bowl three overs one day, then four a <laughs> couple of days later, and just leading up to Black Clash, you feel like a handy, but it's basically just injury prevention.
0: Mate, that is so good that uh, one of our current All Blacks has a bowling load plan. That is just <laughs> so good. <laughs> Mate, and while we're on the, the cricket theme, did you uh go through the night on the on day six for the Black Caps the other night? How good was that? How good is it that we're World Test cricket champions or whatever we are? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, I'm an avid
3: Cricket follower And the Black Cats my favourite team to watch So um, I think we were We in camp At that stage And we had photos And meetings And all sorts um, Yeah. next day And I was a bit jaded To be honest um, yep. Staying up all night And setting an alarm To wake up when The last session started And yeah. um it was awesome yep. I think it's a long time coming And um, yeah, the team that they got At the moment Is pretty special And hopefully they can get some
0: A lot more tests Against the yeah. top tier nations Be so good wouldn't it? Akira for you, like I was uh is this born in Japan? Is that correct? No. No. Nah. <laughs> God damn you, Wikipedia. You know? Like, nah, nah, nah. But like the point I want to make was um from looking at a really athletic family. Father was a footy player, mother was a footy player, you and your brother as well. So like obviously sport, um, growing up was just a massive part of, of family life, was it?
2: Um, yeah. Or so. just
0: or Gaming, where were we when you were a young fella? PS1 or something, was it? I don't, I can't yeah, remember. PS1 <laughs> and Tarzan
2: Games back in the days. <laughs> Crash um, Bandicoot or something, that. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. But, um, no, nah, so growing up, um, you know, we were always outside. Uh, we had a small house, uh, in Mount Eden, and um, mum would send us out, start of the day, then come back till it's, you know. <laughs> Dinner time. So it was dinner time, so, um, you know, we'd just be out on our bikes or down at the fields kicking the ball, and, um, yeah, we just got used to that, and then uh, Dad sort of chucked us in rugby, and, um, you know, we never looked back, so he was our coach, um, well, going through all the grades, obviously, till we got to school, and then...
0: Because he played a bit of footy in Japan, even played in the 91 World Cup, is that right? for yep. Samar? yeah. So, that? Those are memories, that is. That's yeah, Frank so Buns. that's all sorts
2: of uh, big names from back of the day. We Pat, thought he was Pat lying <laughs> the first time he told us. Cause, um, no way, Dad. Yeah, no, because, um, yeah, it was just, well, we just didn't believe him because we didn't know that he actually played rugby. You know, little kids, no, you didn't play rugby, Dad, you are slow. And all that <laughs> stuff, so, um, yeah, so they had a, I don't know, they had like a, I guess, get together and, he win and I guess all the ninety one players win as well. So awesome. um for for dad that, that was pretty special and um Yeah. That's pretty Yeah, and then we just played rugby um all through school. Uh got to play with Ricks my last year. And um yeah, that was pretty special and then I was gonna ask that and I was sort of um so I suppose the question
0: stands for Geordie as well, is it? Is that a good thing, having a, a brother of a similar age, you know, sort of going on the journey with you, there's whatever challenges there are, whatever things you need to do, whatever goals you need to set, you can do it with someone else. If you're not sure about something, if you you don't understand what a coach is on about or, or there's something going on that you can, you know, you've got someone else that straight away you, you can bounce ideas off and also because they're in the mix as well, they're in that environment as well so they, they know straight away, you know, what you're chatting about whereas if as a po- it's awesome to have your mates from school and from uni, and those are the lads that you, you know, they they're your mates for life, but you know they're not in the environment and they're not probably hundred percent sure, you know, how it rolls, um, with the different stages along the rugby journey. Is that is that really helpful?
2: Um, definitely, and it also helps when um, mum and dad sort of, yes, sort of have that background as well. So, um, yeah, Rex is definitely um, a person that I go to. Uh, you know, when I don't know what's go- what's going on or um <laughs> if I don't know what to do. So uh, he's pretty straightforward which is which is uh pretty good and uh, he'll tell you the truth. He won't um beat around the bush, so uh that's what you want from your brother, you know, you'd rather hear it from him than I guess hear it whispers throughout the team and stuff like that. So Totally. Um he's pretty good like that and um you know it goes both ways. I'm pretty I'm pretty straight up with him and yeah. tell him things that you know, that he shouldn't be doing and should be doing and stuff like that. But um yeah, I guess it's pretty special having I guess a family member in your team and Geordie's case, you know, both his brothers, so um I know it's pretty it's special for me and my family and um no doubt it's same for Geordie but um he yeah, just have, I guess you have that connection that I guess no one else in on the team sort of knows and you know you could spend like three weeks away from him and come back and it'd just be like you haven't left so back into it. Yeah. So um <coughs> that part of it's pretty good, but uh uh only part you don't like is when you get into arguments and <laughs> you know they bring up stuff from ages ago and it's <laughs> just like all over the show.
0: <laughs> yeah mate, they've actually got the true... they know the true Yeah, they the know true the man, true so um yeah. <laughs> yeah you gotta
2: be careful with what you or what you say around your your brother and stuff like that. But and you know, it's all or part of the, I guess, um, you know, growing up and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty stoked to have Reeks, um the episode as well,
0: mate. For you, you've you've had a hell of a journey. You know, you're obviously um, you, and Reeks, really talented from an early age. Played a bit of sevens, you know, got involved in professional rugby really early. Been on a hell of a journey for a young man. Looking from the outside, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here. Um, you look like you're playing the best footy. You're the happiest you've ever been. You're out there. Um, you look super fit, super strong. Looks like the you've got a, a really good thing going on, the blues where you've got a bunch of Lucies, you're all really competitive, you know, you'll push each other along and, and maybe that'll cross over to when you're in the all blacks as well. Is that is that a fair statement of where you're at at the moment?
2: Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Um Well coming from that 2019 yeah, 2019 season, um had to take a real good look at myself and uh, what I wanted to do. Um and uh yeah it showed in their 2020 season so i was pretty stoked with how that all i guess unfolded and um yeah this year i just wanted to i guess keep my foot on the throat sort of thing um and i didn't want to take a backward step and um yeah like you said our, our, our blue our at the blues were um they all pretty they're all great players and uh we uh, had to push ourselves um, throughout our whole time and you know um i wasn't playing too well end of um Aotearoa so source or oh, tom robinson the skip, yeah. yeah um got the got the nod so um you know i was always on his um on his heels at training and making sure that um you know i just we got the best out of each other yeah uh, same goes with hoss and dolts so um yeah it's pretty special to have i guess those sort of players around you and uh, i guess Showing up to work every day, you want to beat them in, in some sort of way and it's the same in here as well. Um, everybody's close, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, only 23 play and yeah. if you don't get the opportunity, then I guess to get them better, um, we'll do our job as well. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy uh, doing whatever, but you know, it's pretty good. It's uh, pretty special to play and uh, one that, I guess, boys don't take lightly, so, yeah.
0: 100%. Boys thank you so much we'll just about wrap up what's sort of first week in the camp has it been flat out is it getting the balance right between you've got a bit of stuff like this you've got a few media commitments you've got to get kitted out you've probably got a heap of information you've got to take on board around how the team's going to play over the next month or so for the Steinlager series she's pretty busy in camp is it?
3: Yeah it's been flat out um, I guess 36 boys are named so the first thing you got to do is try and connect with all the new boys and yep. uh, I guess the faces you already you already know. So it's the first thing that's got to be done. Know your squad and uh, I guess build those connections. And um, we spend a lot of time uh, getting out in the community, uh, a few promos, and I guess learning a learning a new game plan. And that's that's half of it. So um, boys are pretty fried um, <laughs> at the moment, but at some stage it'll taper off and I guess have everything building towards uh, being hissing on Saturday and trying to um, perform well so that's been a good start it's it's always nice being back in camp um, everyone's just got a spring in their step at the moment and um,
0: just the, i guess the joy of not having to prepare and beat each other up <laughs> again <laughs> mate Toline totally. who's um who they got you in, who you're rooming with like are they put you in with a young fella and you got to show him the ropes or do they you know put the pretty outsides together and the ugly Lucys together like how, how do they roll it who you got George I'm this this young fella here Oh my god (laughs) Here we go Who's uh, Who's up late You know Like who's messy Who's You know Who's running a good ship Who's running a bad ship Like I I'm actually not sure To look at you two I can't tell who would You know Obviously you were Obviously a dab hand In the kitchen mate and, And you know Geordie you've well, you know, you've got that Lincoln background that could go all sorts of ways, couldn't it? Our room's pretty tidy. Too. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> pretty tidy. Yeah. I jo- walked
3: into um, Damien and Will Jordan's room
0: last night and I thought a bomb had gone off. You've got to sort this out, like. Mate, I wouldn't have thought yeah. that. Sort of clean-cut fellas, you know, like that. maybe they'd run a good operation, but obviously. It's all for show. Yeah, obviously yeah, mum was looking mirrors. after them too much. <laughs> to smoke. Yeah, obviously big family, mate. You had to fend for yourself, didn't you? You've got some good habits and being a farmer as well. Exactly. What about you, Akira? No, I'm with
2: odds, so Oh, cool, cool. Uh, <coughs> it's all good. That's gaming. That sounds like a lot of gaming to me oh, in the spare time. Nah, or? Nah. Oh, I didn't bring my game in this week. <laughs> and, um, yeah. left, it, left it at home. Um, but no, nah, he's he's pretty good. Um, we just chill out and yep. chew the fat all the time. So, And uh, I'm sure when you get back from a full day,
0: you just need to sit down and chill out for a little bit because you uh, you're, you're getting buzzed around. There's a lot on us in there. I want to finish... Um, Jordy last question for you on this one did I see on world rugby sites I think the great Ant Nital was in behind the scenes sorting this out did you get taken out on the longest kick mate or or did that (laughs) fella overseas get you or is that all for show is that northern hemisphere you know editing like what's what's the word in behind the scenes I'm, I'm just a mere consumer of this you know yeah, who knows? Um. A <laughs> <laughs> lot like a kid's rugby field. The guy in here is kicking on. To be <laughs> yeah. honest, well, I actually kicked the spots off that seat in, at Westpac <laughs> Stadium. So um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> who
0: knows? It's I guess it doesn't count for both of us until we've done it in a game. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Or maybe yeah. side by side or something That's like right. that. I'd I'd like to to see that. I di- I did enjoy um, you know the competition, but I like to. I'm not sure if it's authenticated the way it was delivered to me, mate. You know. Yeah. Look ho- like you got ho- it good. Yeah, I got it very good. Um, <laughs> hopefully
3: hopefully we can um, have a rematch as such at some stage or hopefully we get to play each other and um, yeah. yeah, go for it. Test it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mate, well let's let's put that on the agenda for uh for at some stage when we can. But lads, thank you for coming in. As we talked about, she's super busy for you at the moment, um, getting ready for hopefully what's uh I think it's she's a fourteen or fifteen game season ahead, hopefully with games against um, our Pacifica Brothers games against Australia, um, South Africa, and then, and then all things going well up to the Northern Hemisphere. So, good luck for all of that. Um, I hope you boys get, get plenty of game time, go well, stay injury free, and, and, um, and play well in the jersey. And I appreciate coming out Cheers. Cheers,
2: get- yes, thank you. Get-